It's not not every year that you guys have a first round uh, uh, draft pick. You kind of uh, treasure those, especially when the you know there haven't been a, a ton of them necessarily. Last few years. Yeah, we definitely do. I mean, you know, I think organizationally we're always uh, you know always on board with what we're trying to do to win, and, and we're in a competitive state and all that. But I know that uh, when we do have that first pick. Uh, there's definitely a little bit more excitement, and our, our scouts that are here for the week are, have been working hard, uh, hard all year. So, um, you know, it's always always a little bit more fun when you have that pick, and, and uh, we're working hard to, to get the best player we can. What do you see as kind of strengths of the this year's crop in terms of the draft? Um, it, we, we think it's a good draft, um, fairly deep. You know, we're, we're picking 24th, and we feel that uh, – uh, you know, we'll have a player that, that we really like to get to that spot. You never really know how it's going to play out, and you're kind of, uh, you know, I always say you're at the mercy of what the, the teams in front of us do. But, you know, the, the way that it's played out in past years, we, we feel comfortable with uh, the player that we'll get at 24. And looking at some of these leagues, too, we're seeing the rise of a lot of the American Junior Leagues, too. Are you all seeing that, or the scouts seeing that, too, that the USHL, the NHL are starting to put out better players, too? We really are. I mean, every tournament you go to now, I mean, the U.S. is uh, – um, you know, 20 years ago it was you're just trying to medal, and now the U.S. is uh, expected to expected to contend for gold every year in every tournament that they play in. So, I'm not really a credit to the uh, uh, to the growth in in the U.S. that the U.S. development program and the USHL. I mean, there's players coming from everywhere. So, as far as hockey in the United States, it's uh, it, it's a great time. How important is this week for you guys to, to come in here and meet? And the draft, of course, is still about five, six weeks away. But is this kind of a time for you to get everything together and, and be in one place after a long season, I guess? Yeah, it is. It's, it's really your first, uh, you know, we, we meet midway through the season and, and the communication is there uh, all year long with all of our scouts. But this is really kind of the first real big meeting that you have in, in, in the lead up to the draft. And, and the way that this week works is you – you know, like you said, you're 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 getting everything together, and uh, and we leave here, and there's still a lot of work to be done. Uh, it's continuing to uh, to get information on players. We have the combine in in a few weeks. Um, you know, you, you ask all of your all of your guys to kind of really the, the scouting and the, and all that kind of work is done. Um, but you ask all of our guys to really kind of dig in and and really hone in on the preparation. Um, and we still have a few weeks away till the draft um, but uh, you know guys are working real hard up to that point well maybe sometimes at the draft meetings can get a little bit heated if guys are passionate are they heated now or is everybody kind of presenting what they have they're heated and that's what you want I mean I think that the good thing with our group is we, we have a, uh, a really good good staff that's been together for quite a while and everybody knows uh, I think how how each other work and I think that um, you know when that's the case it, it, it you know, you, you want guys to have passion for players, but I think that everybody knows that we're we're all on the same page and we want to get the best player. And, and when you have a whole group that, like I said, has been together a long time, knows what they're doing, and, and they're all focused on the same goal, I think you usually get good results. So uh, we're hoping that's the case uh, again this, this year. Steph, I know uh, David Poyle at the end of the year was talking about the process of kind of restocking the cupboard and so forth. What's your take on, on the cupboard uh, at this point? What's uh, How do you guys look organizational-wise in terms of you know, strength of prospects and so forth. It's certainly not as full as it's been uh, at, at different times, but I think that that's just kind of, you know, a, a product of, of the competitive state that we've been in. You know, like everybody knows we've traded away picks and prospects and those sorts of things. Last year we didn't pick until the fourth round. And I think 
I've been here for a number of years now, and we've never had that situation. But like I said, I, I think organizationally we're all on board with what we're trying to do in, in terms of winning and winning a Stanley Cup, so everybody understands that. Um, but that being said, you always got to have uh, young players coming up coming up underneath and, and pushing to, to make your team. And we feel like we have, uh, have guys that made good progress in Milwaukee this year um, with a couple of guys that they should push next season. And, um, and then you saw the likes of, you know, like a Dante Fabro coming in. Um, but, you know, it, there's holes there for sure. And, and this year having our first pick and no second, but picks in every other round, a couple, uh, two and a fourth, it, it's a good opportunity for us to kind of take that step to, uh, to restock. And in addition to that, we signed uh, uh, two or three uh, or three college free agents this year that um, that we really had targeted and guys that we really wanted and, and, uh, and got them signed. And so hopefully that helps kind of stop the gap there a little bit. Um, Going forward, but I mean, having a having a full draft, having your first pick, getting back into that mode again, I think, uh, I think is something that we're all really looking for in the next couple of years. How's your, how's your job changed since Paul left? Your scope coming into this draft, and what are you thinking now that you maybe weren't thinking before in your previous capacity? Well, it's still you know still very much scouting. I mean, that's what I do. Um, it's kind of uh, I kind of shifted where I'm kind of a overseeing you know all. All aspects of the scouting department. Tom Nolan has um, moved into to what was my job before as a chief amateur scout. And as I, you know, as I kind of shifted into some of those other areas, he he's uh, done a really good job of, of kind of coming in and taking some of those, you know, some of the responsibilities off my plate a little bit. Um, and again, like like I talked about our staff before, when you have a, a, you know a, a veteran group that's been together for a long time and, and has great chemistry to the way that we work. I mean, I think everybody kind of is able to kind of you know, take that next step and pick up any of that slack that, that's needed. So, um, you know, it's a bit different for me. And, and uh, you know, you, you know, t- over time, year after year, you just kind of learn how to manage all that. Can you maybe talk about some of the guys up in Milwaukee and, of course, the, the big name, of course, uh, Ellie Tolvanen and, and maybe some of the other guys as well, their progress? Ellie Tolvanen, I think, was, was right where he needed to be this year. I think that, that uh, you know, the, the expectations based off of what he had done the year before in the KHL were mm-hmm. – were huge and, and in some cases probably not that realistic, you know. And, and I think that um, sometimes when a player comes over, you, you got to remember that he's still 19 years old, and that the American Hockey League is is uh, is a really good league, and, and it can be really difficult for players to transition. And I think that um, you know it, it's it's exactly where he needed to be. He he got better and better as the year went on. He just just the little things, learning to play with pace and consistency, learning to to fight through the the more traffic that that. That uh, you know that the North North American game presents here, um, but you know I think that we all want a young player that can score. I mean, and uh, and he, you know if you look at his production at the end of the year, still still pretty good for his first year pro. But if you look at, I think the way that you got to compare him is you know in the big picture compare him to his peers, and uh, and he's he's right on right on track. I think he. Uh, um, you know, when he came up and played his four games there earlier in the season, when we had some injuries. I think that everybody would agree that he looked, uh, he scored his first goal and contributed more offensively, contributed more in the power play. I think he looked, um, you know, that much further along than he did the year before when he came over from the KHL. And he just needs to continue that progress. You know, he's, he's played a ton of hockey the last couple of years. I think this summer will be a really good opportunity for him to finally just train and really focus on what he needs to do. And and, you know, you see it all the time, you know, with young players, you, you just don't you don't know what type of step they can take from one year to the next. I mean, I think we're all hoping that, you know, he learned a ton this year, which I think he did. 
uses that this summer, trains the right way, and comes into camp. And you know, you, you've seen it before, where, where a young player comes in and he's the talk at camp. I mean, that's what we're hoping for with him, because like I said, you get a, a young 19, 20-year-old kid on your team that can score goals. I mean, that's that's uh, th that's gold for any organization. So. Any of the other guys from, from Milwaukee kind of catch your eye uh, this year, you think? Yeah, we had a number of guys that really really kind of took a good step. I think, um, you know, the, the, the one name that people talk about a lot is Anthony Richard. Um, you know, he scored, this was, this was his past season, was his third year in Milwaukee. He came in as a young pro, a 19-year-old, and he's gotten better every year. He's scored more every year. He has uh, legitimate NHL speed, the way he skates. And in today's game, that's a, uh, that's a real asset. Um, his his entire game has continued to mature. Um, you know he's used in all situations there, and, and a player like that. I mean, you saw a guy like Rocco Grimaldi that came up, and just the way he skates alone was, um, what, you know, was was a real factor for us up here. I mean, I think if you could have him, a guy like that, you know, infuse into your lineup with that type of speed, um, that's that's what the game's all about today. So, he's a, he's a guy that we're looking for uh, to make a big jump. Uh, Jakob Trenin also had a really good year for us there, second year pro. And again, you, you sometimes you forget how young these guys are. You know, he's a he's uh, comes in as a 20-year-old pro. He's 21 years old this year. He's had some some really major injuries the last couple of years. His his last year of junior, he broke his leg uh, before in the summer. Last year, he broke his collarbone and, and missed a bunch of time. So it's kind of the first um, you know year that he's really been healthy, and, and he he got better and better as the year went on and in the playoffs was really one of our top players if not our top player just with his big body and the way he can drive pucks deep and 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 be a handful for the opponent so he's another guy that's taken a good step and we're looking for him to continue that uh, next season uh, Alex Carrier um, you know he, he had a, a really solid year for us again he's, he's on the same track as Anthony Richard third year pro and has gotten better each year he lugs huge minutes down there um, really good uh, Really good ability to just manage the game and play in all situations. Another guy that you want him to have a good summer and train and become stronger, more explosive. Um, you know, he played a couple of games for us his first year, but hasn't played in the last couple of years. But we think he's right there, ready to push and hopefully play some games for us this, uh, you know, next season. Um, you know, and, and and one other name to mention is, uh, and you know, we're still you know, sorting it out uh, for next season with him. But Jared Tenorti was. Um, really, uh, just a leader for his character. Kind of, kind of did it all for us down there, and really set the tone. And, um, and I think that's one of the things that we always talk about in Milwaukee, where you, um, you know, it's your young players that are developing, but you need the right veterans, the right culture there for those young players to develop. And he, um, we give him a ton of credit for really setting the tone with that. So he was very good for us. And some of your college players too, Kondalik, Ramachka, those guys. They, uh, they seem to have really impressive freshman seasons that you've gone. Yeah, they did. Both guys were really good. Uh, uh, Kondalik was, uh, he was our first pick last year in the fourth round. <laughs> but uh, you know, he had a, a really good season. He, you know, I, he was their top line center, played in every situation. He's a huge guy, six foot seven, um, has really good skills and ability to make plays for that size. Just got to continue to mature physically through his body. I mean, you, you think about it, a 17 year old, excuse me, uh, 18 year old kid that's six foot seven. Um, you know, I think his skating, his physical coordination and explosiveness is going to get better every year. And when he does, when you add to that size and ability to make plays, he, you know, I think he's got a really good upside to him. So good first-year pro, played for the Czechs at the uh, World Juniors and played a good role there for them. Um, so he's just got to continue to take his next step. And, and uh, Vomaka had a very strong year. He's uh, made the all-rookie team in Hockey East for UConn. Uh, 
you know, he, he, he really kind of went right along the path that we would have wanted him to. He went in to UConn as a freshman with a, a veteran goaltender, Huska, who's a Rangers draft pick. And, you know, they wanted Volmaka to push him as a younger guy. And it took him kind of till Christmas to really get going. And then his game took off to where he did push him and, and take over the number one job. So the net, the net is his there now at UConn, and they, sh they should have a good team going forward. And, and now it's, you know, it's always the next challenge for any prospect. Now the challenge for him is to learn to assume that number one role and, and really take the ball. So, uh, but they're both on a, on a really good track. Guy whose numbers were maybe a little bit more surprising, um, uh, Patrick Harper had put up some previews, but yeah. seemed to slow a little bit this year. What, any any thoughts on? Yeah, he his? had uh, uh, his first year and a half was really good, and then he had a, a, a pretty significant health issue yeah. um, that, that set him uh, set him back for the second, or kind of put him off for the second half of his sophomore season. And I think this year he he showed glimpses, but probably didn't never really got his game back to where it was for the first year and a half. And um, I think that the good news is that towards the end and you know, everybody that, that had seen him and talked, to, talked about him and then even talking to his coaches, he was, he was really starting to get his game back. And, you know, with a young player, it's kind of like what I was talking about with Trennan before. When, you know, when you're out for a, a chunk of time and, um, you know, sometimes you, you want to just plug him right back in and, and and assume that it's going to be the player that it was before, but sometimes that's not the case, and it just takes him a little time to get going. Uh, he's got high-end skill. He's really diligent about his game and, and his craft, so to speak. Uh, and I think that, you know, having gone through all this again, he's going back for his senior year. He's going to be really the guy that they rely on to kind of carry the offense there. And I think that, like I said, the signs that you saw at the end of the year uh, – you know, put him in a good spot, and you know, mentally to prepare this summer. And I, we're expecting big things for him next season. I just had one more. You, you mentioned that the college guys that you guys signed. Is it, is it a little bit of a different tack for you guys, and is that part of kind of that restocking of the of the cupboard? Uh, for sure, well? it is. Yeah, it's uh, you know, like I said, you, it's it's just the nature of the business when you uh, you know you kind of trade away some future assets and things like that. You gotta you gotta get creative, and you gotta find different ways to kind of kind of restock and, and, and keep moving here. And they're still, they're all still young guys, um, you know, and, and they, all, they all present different elements, um, but they're all guys that we had really targeted. And, and, you know, I think with the free agent game, that's kind of the way you want to go about it. You, you target them early, you go after them. And, and, uh, and we were fortunate to, get, to get, get the three of them signed. So we feel comfortable that all three of them can, can, can step in and, and, uh, and play for us in our system right away. And, uh, and provide a step through the organization and, and hopefully push and, and, you know, like some of the names you talked about, get right in that mix and, and push for jobs, hopefully. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Joe.